Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. Lebanese-born, Brooklyn-based composer and violinist Lyal Chakar makes music that reflects her background as a classically trained musician with roots in Arab music and improvisation. She recently unveiled a new piece with her group Sarafond in our ground floor performance room, The Green Space. That's a performance you can watch online at thegreenspace.org. And it reminded me of Lyall's 2019 visit to our studio for this soundcheck series. So that's what we're going to revisit now. Here is Lyall Chakar and Sarafond with her piece called On the Trunk of the Olive Tree. Thank you. 
That is called On the Trunk of the Olive Tree. It's music from Lyal Shakur and her band Sarafond. You'll find it on Lyal's recent album called Inner Rhyme. That, of course, a live performance here in the studio with uh, Lyal playing the violin. It's great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And uh, the band Philip Golub at Our Piano. Uh, we have Marwan Alam playing the double bass, Adam Malouf playing percussion, Jake Charkey playing the cello. And so three of the instruments are fretless. You can play any tuning. Philip at our piano is locked into Western tuning. Is that <laughs> you clearly evoke a lot of Near Eastern sounds mm-hmm. in this music, but I guess you have to somehow kind of stay within the Western tuning, right? Um, yeah, so it's it's more about finding the edges of both mm. and trying to understand how, how harmony can work with a mode, not against it or superimposed on it. Normally, you you like to oppose Western and Eastern, and that implicitly means opposing harmony and and melody right, or right. or monody. I don't think it's um, as black and white as that. So um, it's more about finding the language that will be common to everyone to understand. Now, what you just said is such a great metaphor for, <laughs> for you know Western East cultures and people, and you know uh, the idea that if we look, there are meeting places and uh you have some of that in your background do you still play with the west eastern divan occasionally Um, less and less just because of other professional commitments right but but explain to folks who don't know this amazing organization that edward (laughs) saeed and daniel barenboim founded exactly so it was founded by palestinian scholar edward saeed and argentinian uh, israeli conductor uh, daniel barenboim and it's an orchestra where uh, many uh, young people from all around the world. Primarily, it was for musicians of the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, Israeli, Palestinian, yeah. Turkish, um, mm-hmm. just also from other Arab countries, also Spanish. And now it's become a broader and even more inviting place. Mm-hmm. It's not different from reality in a way. It's really a microcosmos of a society mm-hmm. with all of its beauty and complications, of course. But it is a place where everybody's equal. And that's the main difference. Yeah. And uh, inequality, everything becomes possible. Dialogue becomes possible. And that idea of harmony between, yes. yeah, <laughs> you know, we can use that word in a purely musical sense, but in yeah. a broader sense as well. It's all about, yeah. it's all about harmony. So that's the West Eastern Divan Ensemble Orchestra, depending on how big it is. Uh, but tell me about Inner Rhyme. So that title refers to the kind of the meters of Arabic poetry. Is that right? Yes. So... In Arabic poetry, we have a principle that is very close to that of classical English poetry, which is scansion. So there is scansion in different meters, um, classical Arabic meters. So Mm -hmm. Arabic has something analogous to iambic pentameter, for example. Exactly. Maybe not as uh, close, but the same principle. Um, The principle is more of actually syllables, long long and short syllables, Mm -hmm. divided and subdivided, and the different combinations of them make a meter. We refer to the meter as bahr, which means uh, sea. So Seed? different seas, yes, okay. 12 of them, and variations on these 12 meters. Ah. And uh, so I started to work on those because I, I felt that I really missed the presence of poetry. I work primarily in instrumental music. Right. And um, I have to say that as much as music is very important in the Middle East, 
Arabic language and poetry are even more important. They just speak more widely to people. I'm one of those people, and I, I really grew up with that. Yeah. And I just started to miss that presence in my life. I wanted to get it back somehow. And yet you chose to continue writing instrumental music and not to actually set some of those poems mm. to music. Why? Because I didn't, my, my aim was not to translate what the poetry says. I really just wanted to translate what the poetry felt like. Felt. Yeah, makes you very feel. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, uh, the album was produced by a musician who's very, you know, he's a central player on the experimental music scene in Montreal, uh, mm-hmm. Radwan Ghazi Mumna. Yes. Who is known for making albums that have kind of Near Eastern roots swimming in an electronic sea, you know, That's a true. haze of electronics. <laughs> and here he is working with you on what is really very kind of acoustic, intimate music. It's very different. Yeah. So it seems like a, a an unusual connection for you to make. Yes. Well, um, first off, I, I know Radwan as a musician before I know him as a producer. I recorded on his last album, so we he have He records, just for folks who are interested, he records under the name Jerusalem in my heart. That's true. Yeah. And also, he's he's just a very understanding musician, even as a producer. He's produced many different artists of very different sounds. He's produced Godspeed You Black Emperor, he's produced right. Matana Roberts and other artists, but like the, the spectrum of it is extremely wide. And what I really wanted to do was work with him because he understands sound as part of part of the piece really. Mm-hmm. And he really succeeded in catching that sound with us in the studio. Now, the, it's a beautiful record and um, I think probably my favorite part of it is this suite, the Muhammad suite. Mm-hmm. What does that name refer to? Muhammad means five in Arabic. Five? Five. Okay. And it refers to a, a meter. Not the one that we play. We, we do play a piece in five, but it's not that one. Muhammad <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, means five, and it's, uh, it also means a chorus. It's a chorus that they repeat during um, improvised poetry. Uh-huh. Under that name, I wrote three little pieces, like suites, all inspired by oratory poetry. So everything that is oral and in uh, Bedouin dialects and local dialects. Wow. So not classical Arabic poetry. No, it's actually um, colloquial Arabic and dialectic Arabic. Yeah. And and the first of the three is this song you're going to do for us next called Hawal Yahanam. That's true. Uh, What does that title mean? Hawal Yahanam means... Pass by or come by a herdsman. It's a young maiden speaking to a herdsman, uh, asking him if she's seen her, her gazelle. And the gazelle is actually the loved one. Uh-huh. So okay. Very Let's beautiful and simple uh, song and very beautiful poetry, very simple poetry. Well, and also uh, kind of evocative of the biblical song of songs, you know, the, the That's gazelle. That's very true. And, yes, yeah. very right. true. Uh, Lyle Shocker is here with the band Sarafan. Let's hear another live performance of some music that you'll find on her album called Inner Rhyme. Thank you. 
That's really very nicely done. Lyle Shocker and the band Sarafond with a performance of a tune called Hawel Yachanam exactly. from the Mkhamas Suite. You'll find that on Lyle's record called Inner Rhyme. So we were talking about before, finding the harmony between the Near Eastern scales and Western harmonies. When that song began, Philip at the piano is just providing a drone, which yes. left you free to go ahead and, you know, do something that sounded very non-Western to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then by the end of the piece, you'd, you'd come together. And mm -hmm. uh, so are you working in kind of modes, I mean, uh, scales that, that are different from major and minor? So we do work on different scales, of course. Um, for this piece, I come in, for example, with an idea that I'm like, okay, um, this is the scale, and um, I really need to find its, its, its harmonic spectrum. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you try, and it doesn't work, or sometimes some pieces work, some pieces don't work. So... Um, it's really about, of course, finding the right uh, harmonic spectrum for this specific mode, but it's even more about finding the right colors that will help that mode to strive. And that's where the collective work is really important. Well, now, yeah. So now how much of this is like kind of strictly notated in a Western chamber music way and how much room is there for improvisation? There's a lot of room for improvisation. And there is some notation, of course, but even that is really we put into question every time we rehearse. There are things that we will uh, check again. For example, Philip will tell me this this harmony here wouldn't work this way. It would it would need another chord here, or um, you know there are different ways that we all put in uh, pitching our ideas. Yeah. For example, um, if I were to speak about the rhythmic meters, um, maybe I would have an idea, but then. For example, Adam would be like, okay, here I would like to change that four into something else or try to use something different. And it really works this way. Like mm -hmm. every piece is, there's a conception for it, but every part of it is also put into question. Hmm. Interesting, because, you know, it was kind of fun listening to you guys setting up earlier today because jazz standards kept it seemed like a jazz concert was trying to break out among the, the members of the band yeah. so there's definitely that aspect of, yeah. of what you guys all do uh, and the band is called Sarafond not Sarabond the, the, no. the, the, the baroque dance <laughs> not form Sarabond <laughs> Sarafond you, you change one one letter and it's a very different meaning what is what does Sarafond refer to Sarafond refers to two places that are very dear to my heart one of them is um, the south of Lebanon, where I come from, and it's a village there. And um, and the other is a village in the north of Palestine that was completely depopulated in 1948. And Sarafand is a reminder of something that is even older than this history we know. It's It comes from Phoenician, which means Sarapta. So it's just a reminder of something that is so ancient, that is beyond us, and that can continue to live wherever you recreate your space and your haven, whatever mm. that might be. So, originally a Phoenician word. Interesting. Like most cities and villages in, in the Middle East. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we mentioned that you've, you know, you're from Lebanon, you're based here in New York, you made this record with Radwan, who's also Lebanese, but is based in Montreal. Recently, here in the studio, we had the Syrian-born Kenan Azmeh, the clarinetist. Mm -hmm. And 
I remember getting an email from him uh, touting some concert he was doing, and it had a photo of him, and if I'm not mistaken, that photo was credited to you. Yes. So are you a photographer as well? No, I'm not his photographer. I'm his wife, so. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that was just... (laughs) You got to make it work when you're on a budget. (laughs) Here I was going to ask, wow, do all of the Near Eastern emigres here take in the it, area take photos know each, of each other? other. But no. <laughs> it's a little more, a little closer than that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, have you guys played together? We played together off and on. Okay. Um, we've, we've worked on a project together this year that's called Iphigenia. Huh. And it's a documentary opera. And here again, we've had Jake with us, and we have Adam, and we also had Nick Dunson, who's um, the bassist on the record. Right. Um, the piece you're going to play next is called Return to Jaikor. This is the uh, opening track on the record. Where is Jaikor? Jaikor is in Basra, which is in southern Iraq. And it's based on the poem by the same name, written by Badr Shakir Sayyab, who's uh, one of the pioneers of free verse poetry and who uh, knew exiled, but he was also, other than being a revolutionary figure, he also revolutionized poetry as, uh, itself in the Arab it, world. 20th century, 19th century? Uh, 20th century. 20th century. All right, well, let's hear the piece. Uh, Lyal Shakar and the band Sarafan with Return to Jaikor.
Return to Jaikor is the name of the piece. It's the opening track on the album Inner Rhyme by Lyle Shocker and the band Sarafond. But the closing piece in this set that they've been doing for us here today uh, in the Soundcheck podcast from newsounds.org. And Lyle, the record Inner Rhyme is a really beautiful record, and it's great to have the chance to hear some of it live. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you very much. Lyle Chalker and Sarah Fond performed a brand new piece earlier this month for us at The Green Space, and the video and, of course, audio of that performance are available online at thegreenspace.org. I'm John Schaefer. Thanks for being with us for this edition of the Soundcheck Podcast. Our producer is Karen Havlick. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. You can watch the videos of this live performance that we've just heard on our website at newsounds.org or the New Sounds YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs>